Yo, 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 what's goody, everybody? It's that man, Trippy, back in the building for another episode of No Cooldown. Episode 37. We getting up there, bro. We getting kind of old and shit, bro. It's like, you start, you know what I'm saying, check, checking out some retirement plans and stuff. About to, about to, you know what I'm saying, put these kids through middle school and the high school. It's getting different, bro. But we're here, as always, with the podcast partner in crime. Went easy. How you doing, dog? I'm good. I'm good. It's funny because you said you were old and I we were literally just I was literally just talking about my lower back pain. Like I definitely I, I definitely feel old. <laughs> no, what oh my gosh, you might fit the description, bro. This is funny. This is, <laughs> this is actually terrible, bro. But anyways, you can support our old bodies by rating us five stars on all podcast audio apps, man. Spotify and uh, what's it called? Apple Podcast. To be specific, go on there, rate us five stars, just search up no cool down, and you will find us there. We are literally one play away from 200 plays across all podcasts on this platform, bro. Across all platforms, across everything, we are almost at 200 plays. Again, not counting YouTube live views, but we're almost there, bro. So, hey, listen, get us over the line. Keep rating us five stars. Keep sharing us around, man. We we starting to really get up out there, man. It's, don't don't be too late, man, because when the train is going, the train is going. You know what I'm saying? When we, when we you know what I'm saying, hosting all these industry insiders, man, we got Keanu Reeves, Keanu Reeves sitting, there, sitting with us and shit, telling us tips and whatnot. You, you, you're going to want to say you was here from the jump, man. You was going to want to say it. So there's various five stars now, man. Lock it in. Lock it in. But uh, got a few stories from this week. Uh, it's a little bit of a slow one. It's kind of like one of those waiting in the wings for everything because literally everything is about to pop off next week. I, I think what? Yes, sir. Tok- Tokyo Game Show is closed. There's an alleged PlayStation showcase that's coming. You know, next week, uh, what's it called? The Ubisoft Forward event. There's a lot of stuff next week. But this week, we got a few things still. So, uh, you know, got a few stories in the warm-up. Got a few in the main stories, man. Without further ado, is you ready to go, mate? I was born ready. All right, bro. Let's warm up real quick. Let's warm up. So, uh, I know you've been seeing all these uh, Spider-Man mods, bro, that that have been coming out since uh, the PC version of Insomniac Spider-Man has released and it's probably the coolest mod so far i don't even care nobody says bro but you can play as kermit the frog and you be handing out ass whoopings within the whole suit honestly like this was the funniest thing i probably saw all week bro how do you feel about that and all the other mods that have been coming through uh, as we as we all predicted uh a spider-man you know got to pc honestly i'm just happy to have playstation games getting the mod treatment it's it's hilarious It, it it'll never not be funny Kermit the Frog oh. in Spider-Man is so funny. I saw people modding in like Venom and like for a yeah. second I, was, I saw that and I was like, wait, did somebody get like leak footage of the second game? And I was like, no, nah, it's just mods. And I was like, man, what a good time. What a good time. Bro, it's the best shit ever, bro. I saw one of uh, it was sore. And so I was like, yo, Kingdom Hearts 4 going to be crazy, bro. And it was like a kingpin body slam with the stick in the floor. I was like, yo. <laughs> I, I I love the mod community, bro. I, I have such a deep love for the mod community. They're so great. And it's just it's just joy, bro. It's just joy. And I'm glad that, again, it's embraced. You know what I'm saying? I hope it's embraced even more amongst all the console people and stuff. They're trying to make their way into the PC markets. I hope they understand that this is a very, very welcome part of gaming. You know what I'm saying? People who aren't privy on the console side, they understand that this is a welcome part of gaming. And this is like, it's dope, bro. It's dope, bro. Who doesn't want to fly through the streets and give people like sky uppercuts as Kermit the Frog? I know I do. Listen, I, I I I didn't think I would need it, but I do. So that's a that's a really really dope uh you know story, dope inclusions, man. I need to actually get back on Spider Man. I might need to buy it, bro. Damn, Sony got yeah. me. Again. Sony got me again. Those sons of bitches. All right, <laughs> on to the next story of the warm up. Um, word is that WB have secured the trademark for a Bugs Bunny variant, namely Big Chungus. 
one of the big memes that have popped up over the past few years with potential usage for video games being logged for that trademark term set. So, I mean, Big Chungus could be in the video game soon. He could be in a movie soon. They they locked it down. So, I mean, multiverses? Big Chungus? What's going on? The thing about the thing about multiverses is that they're tapped in, man. They're really they're really tapped in. Like they're listening really really closely. Um, like not, unlike some other fighting games that I I know of, they actually care about what the community thinks and and they know what the, how how to make the community laugh and make the community have fun. So I honestly am very very excited to see what they come up with. Um, they. They're funny guys, and they they're, even in some of the yeah. characters, like LeBron's references, like some of LeBron's moves are actual memes that have been used before. Like they know they know Facts. what they're doing. They're yeah. cooking. They 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 definitely got a big uh, understanding of you know what people actually would want to see and stuff in terms of gaming stuff. So if they, if they get if they get Big Chungus as a character, that would be probably the dopest thing. Me personally, I feel like yo, if you could um, morph the safe. That Bugs Bunny uses into a big chungus and make that target a big chungus, that would be hilarious. That would probably that would be, be funny. I think that would be the most um uh sensible or the most probably likely usage of, of bugs uh or, or or big chungus in that sense. But that's just dope, bro. That's dope. I you know, these these people, the, the team player first, they're clearly tapped in, like you said. Um again, like Stripe Stripe is coming Tuesday, I think. Stripe from the Gremlins is coming Tuesday. I'm not sure if it's uh Gizmo. I think it's Stripe I think first. It's- I want to say Gizmo first. I want to say Gizmo first. first. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah two separate Giz- characters. Yeah. Facts. He confirmed there's two separate. So I'm like, damn, that's even better. I, I literally had no clue it's gonna be uh, separate characters. But um, what's it called? One of the Gremlins is coming Tuesday. Um, again, people are super excited about that. And again, they've been touting it up. They've been shouting out the move said like this thing's gonna be a really fun character. They're they're all the way tapped in, man. They they are they're shooting 100 percent for the field right now, in my opinion, in terms of overall reception. Uh. And yeah, man, this is it might be another big notch in the belt uh, for them, you know, showing customer satisfaction, for lack of a better term, for their game experience. So, yeah, that's dope. That's dope. Yeah. Uh, and on to the last story of the warm up here. So uh, I don't know if you noticed, you know, this, but we've been moving more towards it just in the general, I guess, media and public. Of course, it was sports games. You know, we going to be there. But, you know, saying? shout out to the rappers, man, and getting on some of these uh, these uh, game covers and whatnot in these, in these game projects. So J. Cole was on. A special edition of NBA 2K23, and uh, Schoolboy Q was actually had a pretty big part in the uh, what's it called PGA Tour 2K23 trailer. Cause I remember he golfs, he golfs a whole lot. So him being involved was dope. J Cole being on the cover of 2K23 was dope. Uh, how do you feel about that, man? Uh, it's it's really cool to see because honestly, I think that that it, that it's a great way to combine, especially uh, J Cole being on 2K uh, NBA 2K is just combining the cultures that are very tied close together. Like Mm -hmm. uh, hip hop and basketball have always had a deep history and a deep connection. So it, I feel like it only made sense. The thing that Mm -hmm. sucks is that like all of these covers are coming out for 2K. People are going to be buying like multiple copies just to to have all these like cartridges. I, I think it's cool because, you know, I love art, but I'm not like you making these people pay <laughs> uh, so much money. I just, you know, there's parts of 2K. I like how it looks on the outside, but how about we put yeah. some effort on the inside? You know what I'm saying? Let me fix something up on the inside. Fair, bro. Fair. Listen, I I cannot agree more. I've not touched the 2K in a long time, but this year's tempting. I'm be honest. It is tempting. The the real is back. The veil is back. You know what I'm saying? Flow bananas here. Peeled is back. Like, listen, listen, listen. I'm just saying. I. Cole is on the cover. 
This man, I said it on Twitter. This man literally dropped about about six points and three boards in Africa, and this man still got on an NBA cover, bro. Your favorite rapper can't do that. Your favorite rapper cannot do that today, bro. I'm gonna let you know straight up right now. All right, they call different, but <laughs> uh, there's that. But it was dope to see Schoolboy Q on the PGA trailer, bro. Yeah, Again, like that I, was cool. I, I knew vaguely that he golfed a lot and, and stuff like that. So, but like that was like super like out of left field. Like it didn't even hit me that it was him at first. I'm like, yo, is that Q? What the oh, shit is fire, bro? It's fire. I just love that. I mean, we've uh, you know, rap already been worldwide at this point, but now we're getting so intertwined in so many different lanes, and people are being recognized for stuff outside. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, you know what I'm saying? A lot of hip hop culture and stuff like that is, isn't immediately synonymous with golf and stuff like that. So seeing that in that lane is dope. Like, it's really transferring across a lot of different sports, a lot of different genres, and and, and things like that. So it's dope, man. Long may it continue, bro. I want to see. I want to see people on cover NHL next, bro. We need to be everywhere. Yeah. I'm, I'm, we need to be on some cricket and rugby games next, bro. I need 50 cent on a rugby game. Dead ass, bro. <laughs> I think it's a game. Sure. <laughs> but all right, man. Let's move on to the main stories for this week. Starting with the word that we finally have on the next Assassin's Creed experience. This time, we are heading into ancient Baghdad with the new title, Assassin's Creed Mirage. Now, rumors and key art point to Basim, who was a character in AC Valhalla, being the main character as the story focuses on him in his youth and his first contact with the Hidden Ones. That's going to be the main focal point of the story. Uh, it's also been said that this is a lot of uh, back-to-basics gameplay uh, elements for the series, possibly steering away from some RPG elements that have been present, uh, you know, since, what, Origins? And, you know, adding some, uh, you know, older pieces in. I've heard throwing knives. I've heard a couple of different things that were, you know what I'm saying, supposed to be added into the mix. Uh, we're set to learn a lot more about this at Ubisoft 4 on September 10th. But thoughts on AC Mirage? I think the Assassin's Creed game needs to take more time between their games. Um, and by that, and I know that we're not in a yearly release anymore, which I don't know why we ever were, but I think that the Assassin's Creed games need like God of War levels of, of time between their games. And I know that that's, that's like a big, that's a big ask. Like, Hey, I want you to not make a game for like essentially almost like 10 years or whatever. I, I can't remember mm-hmm. the God of War came out in 2016 and the new one drops this year. That's uh yeah. six like, years. Yeah, it was like it was like and that was like eighteen, eighteen and now, but still. Okay, eighteen. Time. So, like four, so four, four years. Half, like, yeah, like four, four and a half. Um, I believe Assassin's Creed Valhalla came out in twenty twenty, and this mm. one is coming out when this year, next year. That's three. I don't know. Mm. Like, I just don't see enough innovation between the titles to really justify, um, to justify really getting back into Assassin's Creed. The thing is, like, I like the franchise, but. If the if the gameplay is good, the story is lacking. If the story is good, the gameplay is lacking. Like I just am never really captivated. I'll never get the full package from these games anymore. Um, so like, am I excited? I'm excited to see what they do. Um, they're mm. not getting any pre-orders out of me until I see some real, real good changes. Mm. I and I will say this is I'm I don't want to say I'm unbiased or I'm biased or whatever. Like I was never mm. really a huge fan of Assassin's Creed. Two was really good. Three had some great systems, but. It, Kind of a whack story. I kind of got lost in all the on all the nonsense. Mm. Um, I loved the, the gameplay of three though. Mm. None of the newer ones really capped. I, I started a lot of them. Like I've played a little bit of a lot of them, and they not, none of them have really grabbed me. And were like, this is what we need to play more of, you mm. know. Mm. Um, so we'll see. I would love to see what they have in store. Like man, I, I'm still open minded, but 
Assassin's Creed is kind of it's it's kind of gotten the McDonald's treatment. I I loved mm. it as a kid, but now as an adult, I know that there's better options for me. Mm, mm. Interesting analogy, bro. For me, it's like I I this is like the filler. This is like the kind of filler episode. You know what I'm saying? I, it still could be a really really good game, but in the sense of the timeline, you know what I'm saying? Like AC Infinity is supposed to drop at some point after this, so. Putting this sandwich in, you know, right before you put out AC Infinity or let let us know whatever live service, whatever huge revolutionary Assassin's Creed project this is going to be. This kind of just puts a little damper on AC Mirage. I'm like, it just feels like, you know, what I'm saying? and again, he, the character Basim is pulled from AC Valhalla. You see him in a couple of, uh, you know, parts. Interesting character, but it feels like you just pulled him as extra DLC because he's a little bit younger. You set the map around Baghdad, make it a little bit smaller. Uh, technically. From that standpoint, it's probably easier job for Ubisoft to do because they've been doing these massive worlds. So for them to just pull and adjust certain things to make, you know, that that ancient Baghdad setting and then put him in there, it's not that big of a leap for them, I don't think. So I feel like the job is, you know, feasible and stuff like that. I don't know how far they're going to go back to basics and remove RPG elements. You know, we'll we'll see what that is. I've heard, you know, sometimes they'll add a couple old features, but sometimes like maybe an overhaul, something most of it's going to go. Nobody knows yet for sure. We're going to have to see when the when the actual gameplay drops. But the actual context of it being before AC Infinity and we know AC Infinity is coming, it feel, it puts a damper on it for me. It puts a little bit of yeah. a damper on it. You know, maybe I'll be interesting, you know, when a price drops, if it's like a smaller experience, if it's like 25, 30 hours, I'd honestly more be be more interested in picking it up because like, okay, it's an insular more of a tight experience it's not like a whole 100 plus hours and i gotta go discover everything down and be like level 805 and go fight you know saying some crazy motherfuckers like a whole like week later of straight gameplay just straight like if i didn't sleep for a week and then i beat the story nah man that's too that's too much for me bro but if it's like 30 hours or less 30 maybe 35 i think that's a pretty dope experience a good way to kind of again just have a nice little tight offering and get ready for Assassin's Creed Infinity. You know what I'm saying? So timing, not the best, but hopefully it's a pretty interesting story and it changes some things up from the formula that we get. And because the RPG thing, I feel like in in isolation, it's good. But the fact that we've been getting it, you know, game after game over this smaller period since like, what, 2017? Mm. It's been it's been a lot. I feel like it's been a lot of saturation for them specifically. So maybe a change up is needed. This maybe could be the transitional period for that to kind of experiment. Do what do people want? Do they want to stay RPG? Do they want to go more back to basics? I think this is kind of uh, uh, an experimental ground for them in terms of figuring out what's next since it's so closely linked to Valhalla and not. So, yeah, I guess we'll, we'll have to see how uh, Mirage received and what details we get. But hopefully it turns out good. Yeah, fingers crossed. 100%, 100%, fingers crossed. All right, on to the next story. So uh, Twitter, Twitter news. Twitter took to the Bird app to announce that they are testing the edit tweet feature, the much, much uh, debated, requested, hated, however you want to slice it feature. Uh, it will, of course, let people make changes to their published tweets for up to 30 minutes after it was posted. After uh, And after that, there is a trail of edits shown publicly so people can see what changed in each post that seems to be the uh logistics of what they're uh you know what they're putting in this feature but the catch is edits are going to be locked behind twitter blue so you got to pay 4.99 a month to get access to any of those features so uh thoughts on this and how they're going about it i don't really go viral that often or i don't even really get a lot of traction on a lot of my tweets because i do between whatever i'll just delete it and repost it i'm good <laughs> 
Thank you. I will not be subscribing. I appreciate it. Five dollars to edit something is crazy when you think about it in terms of like, I think Disney Plus might only be eight dollars a month. You're telling me I can get the entire library of Disney Plus TV shows and movies for eight dollars or for five. I can fix a mistake. Nah, I live. I live with a lot of my mistakes. I'll keep it pushing. And the craziest shit is it could be like one typo, bruh. Maybe one you paying five dollars a month for one typo, bruh. For one. I'll just reread. I'll just reread it. That's <laughs> crazy, it. bro. Like I I promise you, the duck is not that like stressful, bro. Having duck there is not that stressful. I'm pretty sure people get that now. Like it, it mm-hmm. that's wild. Five dollars a month, bro. Like, I understand the edit tweet edit feature is there. And I feel like, in a sense, how they're doing it. It, without the dollar paywall and stuff like that i feel like it's a decent way of doing it as long as you continue to show that trail of how the edits were made because if somebody says something wow and then they changed it no 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 we see that we need to see the receipts my boy we need to see the receipts yeah. of everything you just said because you could have just called me a slur or something like that call me a gamer word and then mm-hmm. you just fix it and say hey man i think the new valorant's a really good game like you know what i'm saying like you know what i mean they, they could have switched it up immediately i want to see exactly yeah. what was there so I like that they're adding the trail. I like that they're giving a time limit to those edits. So you're not, you know, harping, harping over and stuff like that. Give people, you know, time, but not enough time for them to you know go back and change their statements a day later. Um, that's cool. But then you add this context of, oh, put it behind Twitter blue. I'm not paying for that bullshit. I'm not paying for yeah. it. I Literally, I'm going to delete my tweet or add asterisk fix the word right under in a reply for free. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, what do you mean, bro? $4.99. That's like three. That's like three or something big chickens. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. I listen, bro. Tweaking there to tw- tw- the Twitter app is tweaking. One thousand percent. I I would not invest. <laughs> Honestly, awesome. That shit, bro. I'm about to say, man. I'm gonna take my shit to Instagram. You think it's a game, bro? Put that shit behind the paywall, bro. I can edit my post for free on on Instagram. <laughs> I think. Yeah, you could. Hopefully. Yeah. I mean, I would, I would just be wrong. I'm fine with that like literally bro we take l's every day b we take mm-hmm. l's every day anywho uh this week sony dropped some news that they have acquired a new mobile studio in savage gaming uh which also is filled with veterans in that specific field of of course mobile game development and savage now joins a new wing of playstation dubbed the mobile division that will help push the tempo on the mobile market at large so thoughts on this it like it's cool for the people who like mobile gaming. I think this is great for the people who like mobile gaming. Um, if you're somebody like me who has a Switch, this probably doesn't really rain. Like this probably is just like who cares? Um, but there are a lot of people who play games on their phones. Um, even when I was younger and I didn't have like a Switch or I didn't have money for a mobile game, I used to play a lot of Hearthstone on myself on my iPod Touch. Like there's there's avenues for this, and I think that it's sick. Um, and I'm happy that they're like bringing in a new division. To, to deal with this not to deal with it but to make things for it as opposed to like making another company that we like make mobile games so like i think yeah. they're doing this the right way um do i think that there are other areas where sony really needs to focus on i i 1000 think that there are you know like i think playstation plus could use a little bit of tlc but mm. hey if you want to put games on the, <laughs> on the cell phones sure bro I, who, what do i know <laughs> no Listen, listen, listen. So from the pure looking at this on, on plain text, seeing it on, on paper, it makes complete sense. They dropped the backbone 
the backbone one their little uh their controller mobile thing about a month ago or something like that maybe a few weeks ago and now they launch an entirely new mobile division it's clear to see from a business standpoint they're trying to capitalize on the mobile market they're trying to they're a late mover but they got enough weight in the game to be like, yo listen we're playstation come buy our shit and people will buy their shit so they're trying to make a heavy swing into it. First, they dropped an accessory. Then they dropped. Now they're about to, you know, drop full games in the next couple of years. They know their strategy, and I think it's a it's a smart way to get in. Honestly, you acquire a studio. They have veterans. They know what they're doing. They've made mobile games before. You put them. The pipeline's already up. You're gonna focus on existing and new PlayStation IPs. You know, they got the name value attached to them. It makes sense on paper. Um, what I'm interested in finding out is. How will some of their games function? Will they have certain focuses? Will they try? Well, you know, this is only one studio. Of course, they'll add more. But how is Savage going to, you know, again, apply certain things? It's going to be like one of those gotcha type games in, in, a, in a PlayStation world. So I got to use energy for, you know, a, a survival game or something like that. It's like days gone. I got to spend, you know, what I'm saying like 15 energy per day. I got to wait a, on a cooldown. Or is it going to be more, you know, major, authentic PlayStation style stuff without the, the, the recharge elements and buying these, you know, you know, little points things. It's interesting to see what they might do. But I will say for the general consumer, for me, I think there's, you know, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. They're getting into mobile. We might see some actual, like, actually dope quality stuff coming from their end. Now that they have a dedicated division to this. They could pull some really good ideas from, you know, how however many different franchises they have, right? Like so many. So it, it's it's nice to see, but I think it was pretty obvious from when we saw the Backbone One that they were going to invest heavily in this area because I feel like they wouldn't just drop an accessory and not have a platform to support it at some point down the line. Like we, uh, you know, if if you read between the lines, you knew it was coming. And again, it's like as long as they it doesn't take away from the actual development of those studios who are doing like the console games and the PC games and like the main the main joints, y'all good, y'all got it. I think this is fine, and uh, hopefully some good games will come from it. Yeah, hopefully, fingers crossed. Yeah, man, because if I'm about to say, bro, if y'all if y'all butcher some shit, bro, if y'all if y'all make if y'all put Jack X Racing behind an energy paywall, I will actually like I'll actually drop kick somebody. I will fly out to PlayStation offices and I will like I'll DDT somebody right there in the main floor. They're gonna have to escort me out. Somebody getting DDT, I, bro. I played that game for the first time like a while back. Um, not bad, but. Not not a Jack game. <laughs> like not what I it's wanted. The, oh yeah, no. One hundred one hundred percent was not a it was not the Jack game you would expect. But <laughs> it was it was enough to hold me over when I was a child, so I'll take it. <laughs> it was like Ratchet and Clank Deadlock. Like Deadlock was way better yeah, than yeah, Jack yeah. X, but it was one of those like, yeah. oh, they're trying something I never, new. Mm-hmm. I heard like, Deadlock, but I never played Deadlock. It it was just like, yo, mm-hmm. we're gonna make Ratchet and Clank a, a a multiplayer shooter. And it was fun uh, at times, but it wasn't like like I wanted more. Like I want a story. I want that. Like this was yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. yo, let's see, let's see if we can make these studios do something different outside yeah. of the, the normal thing. And yeah, some of it worked. Some of it did it. Yeah, it's fair. It's fair. It's fair. Some some hit, some misses. But hopefully, the mobile division can cook out. You know what I'm saying? Cook up some fire and push it out in the next few years. Uh, moving on to one of the big updates from this week. We got some news on Halo Infinite, y'all, and the uh, roadmap and what to expect next. Uh, we got word that there will be some uh, major winter updates that will include Forge Mode, uh, two new maps, online co-op and mission replay, a new battle pass, uh, new modes, and more. And that's going to be from November 8th to March 7th, 2023. And then after that, Season 3 of Halo Infinite will kick off March 7th, 2023 with new maps for Arena and Big Team Battles. The brand new gun, which is the M392 Bandit, which is a DMR, I believe. New equipment, 100-tier battle pass, new modes, and more. 
Now, there were some catches to this uh, with split screen co-op being canceled for co-op campaign and uh, the new content will start to roll out in November. So, uh, I mean, what's what's the what's the what's the take, man? What's the take? What's going on with Halo Infinite, bro? I'm trying to see. I'm trying to like word this as like as nice as I can. Nah, man. Be, um, nah, nah, forget that niceness, bro. Say say it. Say it from the chest. Say it from the chest. Halo's dead. Like mm. I I mm. I really hope Ugh. at one point in my career somebody clips this and roasts <laughs> me on TikTok and proves how wrong I am. But it's just not gonna happen because Halo's dead. Like we just don't have like Forge mode is cool, but I'm gonna keep it a stack with you. Like, I like games like Val- Valheim and survival games where you build out your own stuff. Mm. Games like Halo and Call of Duty, I don't want to have to do the work of the developers. Um, I don't want to have to make the, the fun game modes. I don't want to have to do XYZ. If you're creative, this is an awesome mode for you. I'm happy for you. I will not be really be, be playing it, to be honest with you. Maybe I'll be playing some games on it, but I will not be making anything for this game. Two new maps is abysmal at this point, especially since the fact that, like, you can pull maps from other Halo games. I don't think people are really yeah. going to be that upset if you rework some of the maps to make, to make it fit Infinite. Because mm-hmm. Halo Infinite, if I'm not mistaken, I thought it was going to be like the end-all be-all for Halo multiplayer. I thought it was going to be like yeah. a culmination of everything. So, not break, like it just feels like there's just not a lot really there for me. New Battle Pass, don't really care. Like, mm-hmm. the, battle, the first Battle Pass was ass. Uh, mm. I don't know if they fixed it since then, but that shit was not fun to grind whatsoever. Right. Um, yeah. March 7th is insane. You know how many games are coming out between now and March 7th? You know how many things I could be doing between now? I could be dead between now and March 7th. Like, like there's so much time in that span. And you're telling me my the thing I got to look forward to is one new gun? Man, I'm good. I I'm very good. Halo, thanks for trying, man. Maybe you guys should have waited like an extra year. I don't think it would have killed you guys, honestly. Halo would have been sick because it was free to play anyways. Like, it would have been nuts. But you guys rushed it, and here we are. You are now forgotten. Welcome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Welcome. Damn. Damn, bro. That's crazy. That's fucking crazy. You know the funniest thing? I saw an article the other day, too. It was an old article, but somebody brought it back up on the timeline. It was about Phil Spencer saying, uh, well, I know how we were talking about Halo needs to be that cornerstone game for Xbox, especially with this new console dropping. And then uh, Phil Spencer was like, nah, in that article, he was like, nah, Halo doesn't really have to be a be all end all game right now. It doesn't have to be that, you know, the end of the line type of thing. And the funniest shit is. Uh, I feel like he was ensuing. He was he was insinuating patience. They were, you know, what I'm saying he you know what I'm saying like he wanted to tell him have patience, but they still rushed it. And now we're having all this, all this piecemeal stuff. And, and you know what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah, you're only going to feed us like twice in like five months. That's kind of crazy. If you ask me, if you, if you're going to have a free game with post launch content, you are only going to feed me twice in five months. That is insane, bro. That's like, that's, that's wild. When you think about it, like, look at this, look at this, look at this. So they decide. Okay, we're gonna drop Forge Mode. Forge Mode's been getting a lot of, you know, buzz and stuff like that. People have been dropping their little custom stuff in the early flight test. It's been getting a lot of traction. Cool. Yeah. Let's see. Let's drop it in November. Beginning of November. That's cool. Okay, this game comes out. God of War comes out in November. Probably in the same like five day span. I think it comes out like either earlier or after. Like, it, like that Riding Rock comes out. Call of Duty's gonna be in full swing. 
know what I'm saying? Everybody's going to be off the juice of MW2. You know, it's actually, yeah, October 28th. So they're going to be already juiced up off that stuff for the for, for the week. You know what I'm saying? There's so much stuff in between. If I bring up the actual release schedule, November, again, it's going to be so packed. And so you're already up against a wave of competition. And Forge can't, can't be the only thing that saves you. Forge cannot be the only thing that saves you in that instance, bro. It, it makes no sense how you just leave that up. One, you know, again, two new maps. And again, online co-op, mission replay for the campaign. That's cool. Everybody done played it already. Whatever. And the craziest thing is, there was another article that, and, and they talked about this as well. In 2017 or something like that, they said every iteration of Halo from then that from that point in the future will have split screen co-op. And they just lied. They just said, hey, yeah. we do not have it. And it's canceled. So, like, what y'all doing? What y'all doing? Y'all lied on that. Y'all delayed this stuff to a whole to a whole wave of other games that are probably gonna take precedent. And then you wait till your new season. We're only Three seasons, bro. Three seasons. And then the third season comes out in 2023. By March 2023, like three different major game releases are going to happen. At least minimum three. Bare minimum three. That is crazy. Do you not see that? Do you not see how wild that looks? Bro. Somebody uh, like, oh, God. You got you got Dead Space Forspoken. Like, I'm just looking at I'm a list to, of things. Dead yeah. Space Forspoken. Dead Island 2. Remember, remember the people who paid the first the, the first few Halos? Uh, oh yeah, their expansion for their game is coming out. Destiny 2 Lightfall. <laughs> you got it's bro. tough. Bro. It's tough. Resident Evil 4 remake. It's tough, bro. Bro, it's not and this is just 2020. It's not even end of 2022, man. Oh yeah. What, oh yeah, that's, oh, a, that's my another god. Splatoon in like next week is Splatoon. Oh, like, oh my god. It's, this is this is not good for them, bro. Like again, Forspoken, Dead Space, uh, Dead Island 2, Hogwarts Legacy, Sons of the Forest. I think they got a bit of a delay, possibly. Destiny 2 Lightfall, Blank. I was about to say, Blank is a good one. I was about to say, uh, that's a that's a good um indie game. I appreciate we talked about that. Resident Evil 4, March 24th. They're literally in between everything in the month that they released the new season. And that's just a new season. That's not even what they're doing in November, bruh. That's crazy. In yeah. November, bruh. they have to compete with Pokemon. Um, oh my gosh, I forgot. That's gonna be with Pokemon. Uh, God of War. Dark Tide is my personal favorite. So and like, Dark Tide, Dark Tide gonna be a sleeper though. The Dark Tide like, gonna be a sleeper. Like, there's a lot of shit with the Callisto Protocol and the stuff. My God, bro. bro. I I would have just waited. <laughs> I bro, just waited. like it's not good. It's it's not looking good, bruv. It's not looking good. No, it's not. Oh my gosh, Humankind, Harvestella, um, Sonic, Sonic as well. Sonic Frontiers oh, literally yeah. on the 8th. Sonic, Sonic Frontiers is the day after. Sonic Frontiers is the day after they drop. They're done. And God of War is the 9th. It's the 9th. They're finished, bro. They're finished. Uh. <laughs> Son, they are done. They are done. Valkyrie Elysium on the 11th. I'm about to say, bro. Oh my God goodness goat simulator on the 17th some people go they it's probably gonna get more buzz on, on the day evil west oh my goodness they're finished they're done they done for yo i'm let me get up close it's, it's not looking good bro it's, it's not looking good different yo listen bro your your fans are taking different get fps games strategy games all that bro it's a it's a wrap bro word to the man castillo bro it's done it's done y'all Halo is, <laughs> and the craziest thing is, bro. If they would have known 
way back before they dropped that multiplayer beta or the multiplayer segment of of Halo right after Battlefield 2042 had that flop start. If they would have known, maybe we should like just chill out and not do anything. Maybe we should just like calm down and back it up. So that they they aren't expecting everything from us because we still don't have everything done. If we waited just like another maybe wait if we waited a year, if we waited a year, honestly, what would be the difference? I think- I think, and this is this is a problem I've had with the gaming industry since, like, since the the PlayStation Four era is where I really started seeing this, um, building up hype trains that you cannot deliver. Deliver. Don't. Facts. The only people that I saw doing it right, and Nintendo doesn't do a lot of shit right. I promise you that. Me just is my witness. They mm-hmm. don't. Agreed. The only thing that they can do really well is shut the fuck up about shit. And then release a trailer when it's going to be out. Like, it is like, Facts. hey, here is a game you did not think was coming out. The game will now be releasing three months from now like, Facts. or Good six luck. months from now. Facts. Like, you don't you don't need to you don't need to announce Halo with that ugly ass like alien <laughs> dude that you guys did that one year. Like, you don't need to announce it if it's not ready. You don't need to have uh, a uh keanu reeves at your at your thing if your game is buggy mm. as hell you need to mm. chill and shut up like that way we don't have to worry about th- i was just talking to my boy uh the other day because i was like man i can't wait till till dark tide comes out in september and then i realized it doesn't come out in september anymore it comes out in november now because they delayed mm. the game and it got delayed this like the second time the second or third time it got delayed and that's when i realized like damn this is what this kind of stuff does to you is that like when your game keeps getting delayed and it's when it's when you're trying to hype it up, it only confuses the consumer because they're like, when does this come out anymore? Like, I don't even like it's no longer on my radar if I don't know when it's going to be released. One hundred percent. And you have a few forbid I, from that I, point. God forbid I pre-order the game, too, because then I'm going to be really fucking pissed. One hundred percent. You already sent them money. Like, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's crazy to see how quickly people jump the gun because they see a little buzz even even though they know internally their game is not ready to support content every few weeks and especially with a free game like i understand people like oh it's a free game you should be having like you should be enjoying just blah 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 this and third but if you're not an experience that is literally ready to give people new refreshed content they're going to move on from you consumers have the right to move on to whatever they want and if you don't have enough to sustain them that's your bad that's your bad. Yeah. And then 343 willingly knew this. They did not have enough to support them, bro. They don't even have Griff Ball in the game yet. They don't got Griff Ball in there. Done. Dunzo, bro. Yeah. Like, it's it's crazy. I was holding out so much hope for them, bro. I was personally holding out so much hope because I love Halo. It, 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 you know what I'm saying? If you if you know, it's a staple, bro. It's a staple. Most people who, who play this game actually really love this game. But they know... It shoots itself in the foot almost every single time with issues like this. Like, if it was an issue down to like, like, okay, it's people in the community is being off or something like that. What, whatever, that could have been passable. But this is one. This is a solely three four three issue that has come back to bite them in the ass. They decided to pull the trigger too early, and now they don't have enough in the clip to keep everybody at bay. That it's as yeah. it's as simple as that. And now they they are subject to you know getting getting put under the the massive wave of different releases they decided to drop in the middle of november that's crazy that's crazy bro you need to stick to a summer schedule bro that they're like you should if you don't have enough content you just need to banish yourself to a summer period just banish yourself to the summer that's literally all you need to do 
Like you shouldn't speak cool. unless it's unless it's from from May to July. I don't want to hear anything from you. Even August Facts. is too hyped for you right now. Like, we'll work our way up to August, but from Facts. from May to July, that's what I want to hear my Halo announcements. That's, Facts. That's, that's your that's your window that when nobody else is talking, bro. Then you're good to go and let us know if it's if it's not by the end of this year. Don't even speak. Don't even speak, bro. That's why I I had a good comment, bro. On a video of mine the other day, bro, about um Little Devil Inside, bro. You know that one little open open world survival adventure game that got announced like I like it was been announced for Mad Times a generation ago. It feels like I my father was that was watching the the thing. Facts. I feel like at this point, <laughs> like a minute ago. But you see how they shut up because they have yeah, a they whole bunch up. of stuff that they have to do. I I got I got some information from somebody in the in the chat and I looked into it. He's like, oh yeah, they had the whole like little engine switch is like uh you know they got to fix you know bring some old architecture up to like the new standard and stuff there's a lot of stuff that they're fixing in the background so they just calm down with it you know what i'm saying like Absolutely. you don't you don't have to because you're a bigger name or whatever whatever status your name is whatever part of the development process is just because you have buzz does not mean you have to toot your own horn and push towards a certain date that you're not ready for you know what i'm saying look at black myth wukong bro if you want a prime example of this they just shut up, drop some gameplay every now and again, and when you hear the date, you will hear the date. That's it. Nintendo yeah. release. The prime example again. Pokemon. You will hear announcement trailer. Announcement, announcement trailer. You know what I'm saying? Um, what's it called? Nintendo Nintendo showcase, a treehouse, one more trailer, the game is out. It's a it's or a constant like, flow. You're not gonna miss. Even like the Mega Man release where they were where we didn't even know anything. We watched the director, Nothing. like, yo, it's coming out in October. I was like, okay. Facts. That's all I need. Thank you. Facts. You got not a thing. And then you heard Battle Network, all 10 games, blah, blah, blah. This coming out this year. That's all you need to know. Bing, bang, boom. It's done. Everybody's hyped. And we know we have a definitive date. They shut mm. up until the stuff was really, really lined up, bruh. And I understand there's, there's business pressure, corporate pressure, whatever you want to say, stock prices, blah, blah, blah. But if, if people really understood what's going on, stockholders wouldn't be that, they wouldn't be that up in arms. They probably is dipping out now because stuff went left. But if you, again, uh, if you, if it was a definite clear process of yo listen this game has to be ready i understand microsoft has this thing if i was phil spencer i would have i would have i would have sat them down i would have had a clear look at them before they even dropped that stuff before um, um 2042 i would have been like listen do y'all think it's ready right now y'all think it's really ready and i know the answer yeah. would have been no sit down for another year we'll figure it out it's cool we're buying a bunch of studios We'll let we'll, we'll make something else happen, bro. We'll we'll, we'll run we'll run some Fallout stuff, bro. We'll run Fallout seventy six because they can't. They, I'm about to say we always have enough Fallout seventy six, bro. I'll take the L this year. I will take the L this year just to make sure y'all are good. I, I think I think yeah. this was this was a bigger ball drop than people you know people are noticing right now. In, in my opinion, bro, because what else is in the interim? What's as big as Halo on Xbox side? You know what I'm saying that they don't have yet. Aside from Call of Duty, you know what I'm saying. Aside from Call yeah. of Duty. Their biggest bargaining chip right now is the marketing of the Game Pass. And while that's important and very smart for what they're trying to achieve, they need to have a game that has a bigger marketing push than the Game Pass. You know what I'm saying? They need to come yeah. forth with the games first. The game is before Game Pass literally in the statement. So, I, you know what I'm saying? I feel like that was a big ball drop on Halo Infinite's part, man. Shame. Sure. Shameful. All right, oh, got that off my chest, bro. That was a therapy session. <laughs> oh, no, for sure. Right. I'm moving on to other news real quick. Uh, I'm about to say, I'll check it. Uh, what's it called? I got a report from VGC Magazine that talked a little bit about how there, there's been some traction and a potential thought towards reviving the SNK versus Capcom series with a new installment 
Now, after some SNK Capcom special posters were shown off at this year's Evo, both sides of the collaboration seem to be aware of the interest the community has towards a new SNK versus Capcom game. Now, uh, what's it called? Yasuyuki Oda, producer slash designer for a few SNK projects, namely King of Fighters 15 as of late, stated, uh, quote, definitely in the future, that's something that I think about, uh, that I think everybody on all sides in both parties are interested in making a reality. Now, I'll throw this to you. Uh, how do you feel about this news and the potential of it making a comeback? So I remember I played SNK, I want to say way back, um, when I was like in my retro, like I was really like looking through retro games. Um, I played mm. a bunch of the the King of Fighters, like the early 90s, like the 90s ones. Um, I think that the SNK versus Capcom games are, I think all of the Capcom uh, collaboration games are really, really good. Um, I think that this is actually would be a really, really good way to revive the Capcom, the versus Capcom or the versus Street Fighter series, um, just because it's a franchise that was it reached heights with Marvel vs. Capcom 2 and 3 um, and then kind of died with Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. We haven't really seen Marvel collabing with anybody. We had Marvel vs. Tekken, but that game died as well. Um, so I think that returning to its roots and starting back from the beginning would be an amazing, amazing way of doing it. Um, I, think that they could, I think that they could pull this off. I think, honestly, with a game like this where they'll have more control and more, more collaboration uh, with a company that actually wants to do it because... Marvel vs. Capcom is difficult because of the Disney uh, problem. Or not even problem, but like working, you have to work through Disney with them. Marvel vs. Tekken didn't, just didn't take off because of like really bad, really bad yes. ideas on, 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 some of the, on some of the parts. But I think that if they can show off like, yo, SNK versus Capcom is a really, really good game. I think a lot more people will be more willing to, to, to like invest back into the versus Capcom series. Mm. Listen, I'll speak generally, bro, because I'm not the most foremost fighting game expert, but the street's been missing a collab game. Let's keep it yeah. a buck. When's the last time we really had a big collab game aside from, uh, what's it called? In, uh, well, Injustice or Mortal Kombat versus DC, you know what I'm saying? Like, past that point, like a real, like, okay, this name versus this name, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Injustice is the last one I can count. Injustice 2, you know what I'm saying? That's the last one I can possibly kind of count. <sighs> And even then, that's not even like a collab because it's just it's just it's all within the DC network. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, it doesn't count. It threw, yeah, nah. Yeah, it threw Scorpion in there, but it's not really like I wouldn't consider it a collab. I'm trying to think of like a really good one because Smash, I wouldn't even consider it a collab because it's Smash just is one not because it's collab. under one yeah. house. Yeah, that's under yeah. one house, and that's one character. It's not like an entire roster they brought with them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It has, it's 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 been. I think the last major one I think off the top of my head was uh was that one uh what's it called? Uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, I think, is the only one that oh, I can yeah. think of right now. Infinite, yeah, Infinite. Infinite was definitely um fresher than um Mortal Kombat versus DC. Yeah. Oh it yeah, was definitely yeah, 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 yeah. It, but Mortal Kombat, I was MVC Infinite. Um, we don't talk about. Uh, yeah, I was say so. Yeah, I mean, the streets been really missing it, man. Like a real full fledged type of collab experience with those two, like you know, with two full out rosters from two different IPs. And again, you see the interest is there. You see, again, the, the both sides are familiar with each other. They talk with each other. You know what I'm saying? Uh, again, from the article that we saw from uh, Video Game uh, Video Game Chronicle, seem that they're in constant contact. You know about some of these things. They constantly, you know, they're in different circles. They're having dinners together. So the the conversation beats are there. It's just now down to them to act on it, bro. I think uh, who was it? I think it was um, I think it was Jay uh, Jay Wong or something. Justin Wong. And he was like, yeah, let me know whatever capacity I need to be to make this happen. Like he was like, just let me know what I gotta do. 
to, to, to get some wheels on this. And I'm like, people are behind this, man. I feel like the collab fighting game is a big, it's been a big miss. You know what I'm saying? It's been a big hole in the, in the FGC in general over the past yeah. few years. I feel like that would take a lot of things to the, to the next level, especially now with, you know, with, you know, the internet and stuff like that, everybody. So more and in, more interconnected than ever. You know what I'm saying? That would really be a, a dope, dope, uh, a dope inclusion, 100%. And uh, I know it's going to be some time in between, you know, because Street Fighter Six is coming. Um, they they got the new Fatal Fury game that they wanted to um, drop. Uh, so, they you know, development details are coming out about that. So, it's going to be some time, of course. But since we have this spark, I think there will be something like this coming in the future. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to have a big splash. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 100%. I think so, too. 100 all right, all right. Uh, moving on to the trailer trove, baby. Uh, you know what I'm saying? The segment where we go through a lot more watchable media. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Got a few stories here. Uh, let's look at this first and foremost. Uh, in the MCU casting realm, uh, with only a few days left until D23, which is also next week in September. Damn, we're about to get a lot of news. Rumors are spinning up about the Fantastic Four cast, and namely the actor Penn Badgley, aka Joe from You, being tapped to play Reed Richards in the upcoming Marvel movie and further MCU franchise. Now, I mean, thoughts on this? I know the, these these rumor talks, these casting talks have been going on for literally forever and a day. They're going to be put to rest next week when we actually have some more information on this. But, you know, how do you feel about this one? Um, I think that'd be a sick... I think that'd be a sick casting. I didn't think about it, but I think he brings something to, I think he fits literally the, the MO that they're looking for, which is like good actor, not big, um, but with potential. I think him as Reed mm. Richards would be very interesting because he did a really good job in you. Um, and I actually, I would actually be down for that. Um, mm. Cause it, we need to think about like, I know we loved, um, I, John Jim Krasinski. from the office. Yeah. 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 That guy. Um, I know that we loved him as Reed Richards. It was cool. It was fun. But when you think about it long term, they're looking for people who are willing to do this for a decade. Like you have to be willing to be in the character, in the costume for a long time. And he seems like somebody who is young enough to be to be here for a while and available enough for that. And on top of all those things, like he he seems like I just think he's just a young actor. He's a really good actor, too. So I, I actually think that this would really be a really good casting. Yeah, one hundred percent. I agree. Uh just looking from the look of him, bro. Like he looks like a Reed Richards, bro. He looks like a Reed Richards. Yeah. He could be. He looks like he could be. You know what I'm saying? Arrogant at times, calculating. He look. He looks. He looks the part. One hundred percent. And especially on the on the availability tip, bro. Like he's going to be the focal point of a lot of this conflict, bro. Because we know Secret Wars is coming. The King. You know what I'm saying? King the Conqueror. His whole saga is going to be happening down a bit down the line. It's going to start soon. So. Reed Richards got to be, it's got to be a really impactful actor. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's going to be like, in, in terms of like, you know, TV time and in some, in some ways, he's going to be in the upper parts. He's going to probably have the most like speaking time and like involvement in stories and whatnot going down into future movies. So it's got to be somebody that's heavy hidden in a sense, bro. But, and I feel like, I feel like Penn, he hits the, he, he foots the bill. He foots the bill. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I like this casting 100%. I'm more interested to in seeing the rest of the rest of the castings to, to keep it a buck with you. You know, I don't know who would feel what I have absolutely no idea who would be uh Sue, who would be Johnny and who would be Ben. So, I mean, I'm interested, bro. I know I, I rock with uh fantastic Four, So We're going to have to see next week at D 23. Yeah. I think that time will tell. Mm-hmm. 100%. 100%. All right. Moving down 
to this other story that we have and the last story in the trailer trove. Uh, according to the last Jedi director, Ryan Johnson, his personal trilogy in the Star Wars universe is still very much confirmed and will happen, but it's just on the back burner. So uh, Josh Johnson is currently preoccupied with Knives Out 2 at the moment, but Lucasfilm head Kathleen Kennedy said she remains in close contact with Ryan Johnson and says it will be set to happen at some point in the future if things do not change currently. So the plan is for him to have his own trilogy at some point. Uh, I mean, thoughts on this. I know The Last Jedi was received a certain way and people was like, you know, that, that's one of those real contentious movies in the Star Wars universe. So I don't know how you feel about this. Um, you can have a you can have another trilogy. Just base it so far into the future that it doesn't that the previous one doesn't matter. Um, and by so far into the future, I mean like probably. I don't think anybody should be alive, kind of thing. <laughs> Maybe like I just I don't know. There's just I don't I don't know what you guys want from Star Wars anymore. And I don't even know if the people who make Star Wars know what they want from Star Wars anymore. Mm, I've kind of given up hope. But I also haven't seen the show, so I could be wrong. Listen, I was really going to spring for a dad joke right there, but you lucky. You lucky I got sense today. You lucky I'm not trying to be an old-ass man today. I'm going to let you know that right now. <laughs> but I, my first instinct is uh, I agree with you. We probably need to go somewhere literally far, far away, no pun intended, but dead-ass, like, as far as the Skywalker saga as possible, get away from that. Because as we've seen, all the heat right now has been with stuff that has nothing to do with Skywalkers necessarily, except for Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan's a different thing. I was about to say, you know what I'm saying? The majority of it is dealing with other Star Wars stories. That's, that's what's been the crux of it. Now, there may be one other thing which I think is very unlikely, but if they do have some type of post, you know what I'm saying, Skywalker trilogy that gives some type of retcon to Finn, and actually makes him the center of a trilogy or something like that, I wouldn't be mad at that personally. If you gave my man his redemption and actually yeah. turned him into a Jedi and actually expand on him being force sensitive and stuff, I would personally not be mad at that. That's just yeah, that me. Would be cool. You know what I'm saying? Because we already know how he got hold. We already know how he got hold. It was bad. It was very bad. I still curse the name of Star Wars to this day for doing that to my mans, bro. Curse the people at Lucasfilm for even pump faking on my boy like that. That's crazy because he should have been the, the focal point of the last of the last saga. But that's neither here nor there. If we can take this, if Ryan Johnson sees this, you know, what I'm saying not the podcast, but like sees the ideas forming for, you know, the next, uh, you know, next, next few movies. I think that needs to be one of the front running ideas, actually giving Finn his own adventure to come into his own as a Jedi because if you implied all this stuff and then you told us all these bits in the back end after the movie's done that, hey, I got a secret, Ray. I, I mean to tell you, I'm force sensitive. I can bullshit. Oh, that, and you not expand on it? You dumb. You dumb yeah. to me. I'm sorry, yeah. bro. So I think there's ample room to actually make that a full story and really, you know, again, lock in on it. So, you know, I, it's just it's just uh, the matter of figuring out what's what because we know it's gonna happen. Some some trilogy is going to happen in the future. Is just putting your money on what should be the most fruitful story and the most money generating story, which, you know, me personally, you know what I'm saying? I think long term, it's the Finn story, but that, that's just me. That's just me. Yeah. I feel you. No, I agree. I think yeah. even just, even if they focus on characters that were like far away from the Palpatine nonsense, like, yeah. Just, and a trilogy doesn't have to be the uh, universe defying, like, or galaxy defying. It could be something smaller, something on a smaller yeah. scale. So quite literally I, I, yeah i can't i can't i can't wait to see what happens but like i said 
Star Wars is kind of on my back burner for right now. I'm just like waiting. I'm like, yeah. I'll see what happens. Facts, facts. I'm dead. Just, I'm in the cut waiting for um, Mando season three. That's all I'm waiting for, honestly. We gonna, we'll, uh-huh. figure, we'll, fi- we'll figure the rest out after that. We'll figure the rest out after that. All right, moving out of the trailer trove into the last few stories for the pod here. We got a brand new look at God of War Ragnarok as it draws closer to its release date, overshadowing Halo Infinite. Yes, I will say it again. I got smoke for it still. Uh, Game Informer have received exclusive gameplay footage, breaking down some of the new pieces of the game, including new weapon upgrades from the first game, which is uh, shield variations, which is a dauntless shield and a a stonewall shield. The dauntless is more parry focused and the stonewall has more defense, but has no parry ability. Uh, the meter builds for shield plate, which is like AOE specials or some other, uh, again, special things, uh, elemental signature attacks for each weapon. So if you, I think if you press triangle on each signature weapon, the blades of chaos and the, uh, Leviathan axe, you will have a special and they can be charged by fire and ice dealing uh, those status effects respectively, new enemy types, more populated worlds to kind of fill out the space and a whole lot more. So thoughts on the new bit of gameplay that we saw. I think it looks really cool. I I read I actually read the stuff more than I actually watched anything. Like I just I I want to play this game. Like I don't even like I don't even want to know more. Like that's the thing is like I've, nah. I've seen this stuff. Like not necessarily in the like I I already know I know about this stuff, but like I literally am not actively looking more into this game because it is November is only like. After this, it's only really like a month I'll, and I'll change. This month. Yeah, a month and some a month change and away. A day, literally, like, so I, it's close. It, it's super close, and I think this game is going to be nuts. I can't wait, man. I really, really, really can't wait for this game. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like they were smart to, again, they offered some tidbits on what was changing and whatnot, but they only gave like a minute 30 of a, a new gameplay. And it was from a part we've yeah. seen in the trailer, so they didn't show anything too, too new. Thank goodness. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm glad that they're not revealing the whole joint off of one little trailer story tidbit. That's good. Um, what was I going to say? This game, to me, for a little bit that I saw, does it look smoother to you? Or is it just me? It looks smoother. It looked like he was moving mad fluidly. I, I don't I don't know if it, it was just me. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if the fanboy hit or something like that. But it just felt like he moved from combo to combo much smoother. You know what I'm saying? He, he, he was KOing some enemies like a lot cleaner. The vaulting, the, you know what I'm saying, going from place to place felt good. The marking system for Atreus looked smoother to me as well. Just st- stuff looked a lot more polished than what we last saw it at, you know what I'm saying, with the last game, bro. So, I don't know. Was it just me? No, it probably wasn't. When you think about it, we, they, they built that game for a PS4. Now this game is built mm-hmm. for a PS5. Well, built on, you could play it on a PS4, but mm-hmm. they I could definitely see them having way smoother interactions for a lot of things because they have now more increased capacity because of the of the PlayStation 5. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, 100%. But it, it just looked, it looked buttery, bro. It looked buttery. Yeah, like, to, from the Leviathan attack, like, it was a special, a specific instance where he took the reptile person, took him with the axe, dropped him down up in the air, and then finished, like, finished it off with a certain little flurry. Like, it looked super buttery. I was like, yo, nah, that's sexy. I need that right now. I need that. I yeah. need that, bro. This game looks so good. I'm very interested to see how the um shield, the shield iterations might come into play again with the Dauntless and the uh the Stonewall shield. I like that they're giving you more options with that as well. So you know you can you can play more fit to how you want to play instead of just have the basic you know shield and stuff and do that. I'm glad they're giving depth to uh, those systems as well. I'm curious to see how certain things will you know uh, pull up with the Atreus and the marking system. Is there anything additional to that? 
um liking the meter builds on certain special attack signatures as well uh new enemies hopefully looking to see more populated worlds also a really really good thing because one i know one gripe people had about the last god of war was that okay kind of empty it's not really much in here aside from you know the, the environments and stuff like that it's not even that crazy but again our new console so hopefully that can you know be assuaged um i need it i need it i need it yeah. um you know what i'm saying don't make me come find you cory barlog drop it on time thanks bud yeah. appreciate it <laughs> now i'm sorry i'm not one of them twitter motherfuckers i'm not one of them twitter people but for real though this game does look awesome and i yeah I, i'm i'm very very patiently waiting Birdman hands every time I see it, baby. It's gonna be a good one. Yeah, I'm excited as well. I can't wait. 100, 100. All right, on to the next story here. Uh, we got. Uh, it seems that the team behind the portal shooter Splitgate 1047 Games is ending their development of the game in place of a brand new title that they have a desire to build in Unreal Engine 5. So. Uh, they stated that there were some hurdles with older systems and processes in their development that uh, you know they couldn't really address fully or they didn't want to address and really, to really take the next big step forward. So the team decided to make a brand new free-to-play portal shooter game with an Unreal Engine 5 to massively increase their capabilities and unfortunately end further feature development on Splitgate. Uh, but that means all, item and, all items and progression on Splitgate will remain there, and there will be a new battle pass September 15th. There's going to be some small patches and whatnot in the future, but content updates will cease after this moment. So, you know, uh, they're done with Splitgate pretty much. How do you feel about, you know, how Splitgate did and, you know, what they're going to next? I think that they had a really good impact. Um, personally, I wish they would have it would have survived a little bit longer. I honestly couldn't tell you what it would have taken for me to stay on Splitgate. Um, the game modes were fun. A lot of it was fun, but um, maybe reducing the TT, the time to kill a smidge, just because like you had to really be tracking like a, like ALGS mm. with yeah. some of these kills. Like I, I've gotten like if I feel like Apex is the sweet spot. Like I think that's like great, like the best length, mm. uh, maybe a little bit higher. But there are times I was playing split game where I was just like, yo, I put half a clip in this man and he's still not dead. Like it was, it was OD. Great game. Um, Happy. I'm happy that they're, they're moving on to a better system, but it's definitely a little, a little saddening to see because the question is, will they be able to to bring back that player base when the new game drops? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nah. And I, and I, I agree. Uh, it it's very uh tenuous or strenuous situation when you consider they have to go away for a few years. They got to go away and actually develop this game and actually really hunker down and make it anew. And then all this time, people are not people are not going to remember you as much. You know, time goes by, you might not be top of mind for the consumer and stuff. You know what I'm saying? And what if you guys change your name? What if you guys you know change certain things about you that you know people couldn't immediately recognize? Oh, that's Splitgate. That's the same guys. You know what I mean? There's a lot of decisions that they're going to have to make on that end to make sure that they are as relevant as possible when they come back out. Uh, it's a little bit of a, I guess, a, a potential pitfall there, but hopefully they do, man. Hopefully they, 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 you know, go back in the lab, make stuff happen to the best of their ability, make stuff better as much as they possibly can. And then come back out this way, bro. People were like, Hey, you know what I'm saying? This game was going to be completely swallowed by Halo Infinite, bro. But somebody, somebody, you know what I'm saying? At least, at least was a little bit more popping at a certain point in Halo Infinite. You could say it wasn't a complete wash when it came out. You know what I'm saying? Like it, at, after like a whole month period, Halo Infinite died down. And, you know what I'm saying? Splitgate was still standing. So 
hey, listen, there's something to credit themselves for. And again, it's a fun free-to-play game that they emphasized again will remain free-to-play so that's also a really big thing again if they just keep bolstering the uh, the features bolstering the smoothness of the gameplay they're going to be in a fine spot man 1047 actually a really really dope developer you know they've had a really great start i know we talked about it before the podcast like talk about hey listen they should have took their effort money but hey listen things happen for a reason and uh, i really hope to see him back in the future yeah me too because that game was gas and i hope i honestly fire, hope the bro. next one yeah it's and it's still good like it's still a very yeah. fun game if you haven't played it i would recommend playing it and checking it out mm-hmm. it just, that was one of the i'll about to say that was one of the first youtube videos i even dropped bro we had those split game sessions and stuff that bad yeah, was, was crazy that bad was, it was fun that, it was super super fun man i i really really enjoy split gate and again they're gonna keep it alive they're gonna keep it alive for as long as possible but they're gonna be moved on to the next best thing so yeah hopefully uh we'll see it back and better than ever in the future yeah mm-hmm. 100 100 all right man you know we can't go uh one episode by without putting on a tinfoil hat a little bit man tinfoil time yet again but this time it's for konami uh they've taken or they've taken uh, the time to speak to a few news outlets and say that a beloved world famous franchise is making an appearance on the tokyo game show stage in the coming weeks now got one question man what what could it be hmm could it be? My knee, my knee jerk reaction is is Castlevania, um, and just because world famous, I think when I think of world famous, I think Castlevania is more world famous because of the, not only because of Castlevania is just one of the, one of those granddaddies, but it's also like came out on like Netflix has blown that game oh yeah the show, popularity yeah. up, yeah. But like I think it has to be, I think it has to be Castlevania. If it's not, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be surprised, but my money's on Castlevania. I think that's a really, really good bet. Honestly, I was not thinking of Castlevania when 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 you when you put it that way, bro. When's the last time they had was it was it Lords of Shadow? Was that the last Lords one? No, 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 no. This one in 2019, uh, Castlevania Grimwire of Souls. Where where did this even drop? Oh, this is a phone game. What in oh, the okay. hell? I was gonna say there's no way. I that don't count. That don't count. I don't give a damn. What nobody says that shit does not count to me. Yeah. Uh, I think multiplayer Lord of video game here. One. RPG. Oh, no, this no, no, one, no, no. Ritual it's of the fair. Night. The same. This Ritual of the Night joint uh, came oh, out. Uh, it launched on PS4, I guess. I don't. I don't know exactly. I don't know exactly. You know what I'm saying? How it got there, but it, it says 2019. But I'm gonna say realistically, the last big one that we got of of major note was Lords of Shadow. That's what. That's what I'm gonna say. Yeah, you know Lords of saying? Shadows Two was the last one that was. Lord of Shadow One was the best one too. Was the mm. last big one. Mm-hmm. So, so it's been it's been a minute since I guess Castlevania in general has been been in the big stage. It's been on the biggest I guess lane of hype, so to speak. Uh, so yeah, uh, I I I, I kind of agree with you. I kind of agree with you, man. Ritual of the Night wasn't a Castlevania game. Um, was it not? That's blood. That's Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. That is a oh, game made by the creator of. Oh, it's, it's a spiritual successor. Konami. Yes. Got it. So yeah, it was definitely. So it was Lords of Shadow. So it was Lords yeah. of Shadow. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. So so my mind was not playing tricks on me. All right. Cool. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, no, I kind of agree. I kind of, I kind of think it is Castlevania. When you think about how much it, it definitely has garnered since the TV show. I will see. Yeah, since the TV series on on Netflix. Uh. It's hard to think of what else could really come in its place, and without them getting super pissed. If it's Metal Gear Solid, people gonna be pissed off because they already know. You already know that's a no go, bro. That's a no go. Metal Gear Survive. After that, they said, Nah, shut it down. 
shut it down. We don't want to see nothing from y'all without Kojima on it. So, uh, yeah, it's already <laughs> looking at this I feel it. If it is, if it is, the only way I will not be mad if it's Metal Gear is if they're porting it to PC. If it's a new collection ported to PC, I will not be upset. But if it's anything uh, other than that, I don't want it. I, I, I mean, the only two world-renowned joints that could really that could, that could really be is Castlevania or that. Like when you think about it, man, what are you gonna do? E football, e e football, uh, Bomberman, uh, Yu Gi Oh Master Duel. These these aren't these aren't. Uh, these aren't crazy enough to be talking about in publications weeks before. Like, hey, oh, this is gonna be crazy. The streets yeah. gonna love this. It's gonna be crack, baby. Like, like that. Silent, Silent Hill? Hill. Silent Hill. I don't even really think that's world renowned, but like, it's a sleeper. I, I, think, I think it's a, it's a great I, franchise, but I don't think it's. I think like it's. Big. I think it's. I think it's. Uh, it's big, but not big enough to be described mainstream world renowned. It's definitely one of the biggest cult classics of all time, and like an actually great franchise. Like, yeah. it's up there. World famous isn't what I would but, use to describe it. Yeah, it still might be it still might be pretty niche to the general audience and stuff like that. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It could be, man. You never know. With these cryptic things, bro. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Nintendo once said, "Hey, yo, listen, we got a banger for 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 this um for this Nintendo Direct." And then they dropped like what? What was it? Um Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. Then they dropped another one that was like Chibi Robo and I was like, "Okay, you guys are just bullshit." Cool. Thanks. Thanks, guys. So we never know. You never know what's going on with these gaming companies. You actually have no idea. Uh it, it could be a lot. But we'll see. We'll see. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, man. All right. Let's move down to some other news here. As we approach the closing date of Gotham Knights, that release point, we're getting a clear picture of what to expect from the game, especially from the co-op stand point. Uh, so we got some word that co-op is 100% untethered, meaning that two players can roam however they want in the world and wouldn't have to be kind of tied to each other uh, in the same area. So, you know, to, to explain a little bit, you could be in one location, somebody can be in a whole other one and they can just pull up on you whenever they can complete story missions separately. You can, you know, fight crime separately, do all these little things here and there and not be tied to another one by location. So, uh, level discrepancy and potential story repeats from other player worlds are addressed as well so there's going to be relative level scaling if you're in another uh, player's lobby it's like super super like higher level than you or something like that this is going to scale relatively to you uh to some degree and there's going to be options to skip past bosses that you defeated in other host worlds regardless of the place you did it in so if you beat a boss together with your friend and you go back to that boss in your own world you say it's, there's going to be a prompt that comes up that says hey you beat this boss. Do you want to skip it? And you can go yes or no from there, redefeat it or do what you want. Uh, thoughts on all of this? Making the game sound way more fun, uh, honestly. I think I like Untethered. I wonder what Untethered uh, also means, though, because, like, can I do a story mission while my friend is outside beating people mm. up? Or is mm. it just side stuff in the world? I don't mind doing side stuff in the world because it would make grinding out, like, 100%. Or even just being like, yo, I got to go do these quests. Do you want to help me with them? Like, yeah, sure, I gotta go do those quests anyways. Like, I gotta go beat up those guys in this area, or I gotta go reclaim this XYZ. Like, I think it would make it a much more enjoyable experience. I actually really like this. The original thing is, like, this game is so wishy-washy. One day, it's, like, really bad press. The other day, it's, like, really good press. So, I, yeah. I'm i still holding out hope for this game, and I really want to see what the reviews are looking like, because I might buy it. I, I'm so confused at this point of the, of this game. I'm still, I'm actually, I'm still generally in the same spot I was, uh, you know, the last time we talked about it. I'm still pretty worried about it, just how it looks in terms of smoothness and gameplay and whatnot. But the quality of life stuff looks really, really good. 
it looks really good. Drop in, drop out. Two. I wish it was four player, but I'll accept two player for now. Whatever, leave it be. Uh, you know, two player. Um, this untethered co-op sounds really, really cool. Like they were kind of explaining how um they wanted, you know, it kind of to feel like an actual like Batman family, uh, Bat family encounter. Like, okay, this person's fighting by himself, and then a battering comes from the roof, and then somebody else coming in to help you for the save or something like that. So I like how they committed to that. It's untethered. You can really go where you want and do what you need to do. Uh, if you want to go, you know, get some collectibles, go off your own way. You're not, again, like tied at the hip to this person. I really like that. The level scaling and discrepancies, I think is really cool. The best change me personally, I think, is the skippable bosses and stuff. Because I feel like at, I've I've been hard pressed to find people or a game where it's like, okay, it actually recognized that you've beaten this boss before. And, you know, it saves you the trouble. It saves you so much trouble in your own save if you're going to be doing stuff by yourself and leveling up in your own world. It saves that trouble and, again, just keeps the quality of life so much more better. You know what I'm saying? So much, so much more efficient when you're walking through a story and trying to reassess different steps and level up your character, blah, blah, blah. So I don't know where I stand on this. I, I, I don't know what the final verdict will be, but I do know my stance hasn't changed that I need to try this for myself. I still want to try it for myself. Yeah. I'm worried, but I need to try it for myself to figure out what's going on with it, you know, to make any conclusive decision. 1,000%. Yeah. All right, one hundred percent, man. Got them nice, bro. I got I shifty eyes on you. I don't know what's going on, but we'll figure it out. Uh, on to the penultimate story of this week. Uh, we're getting even more information revealed over the impl- implications of the Xbox Activision Blizzard merger. So, uh, the United Kingdom's Competition uh, and Markets Authority have been called in for a deeper investigation of the Activision. Uh, Activision. Uh, what's it called? What's the word? Activision merger. Thank you. Oh my gosh, yes. I'm, bl- I'm blanking. Thank you. I was. I couldn't uh, think of it either. Yeah. <laughs> so they were called in for a deeper investigation on the merger, but it could throw a spanner in the works for uh, Xbox. So they're trying to get the deal done. Uh, this week, Phil Spencer also stated, uh, you know, kind of in reaction to that and that, uh, you know, that request for a deeper investigation, uh, that their team intends to put major games under the Activision banner. Uh, namely Diablo, Overwatch, and Call of Duty on the Xbox Game Pass to nurture those communities. Now, Spencer also stated that Xbox remains committed to releasing Call of Duty on the same day for every platform, especially its direct competition, PlayStation. Now, I mean, thoughts on this latest move, man. The UK want more information. People are saying, you know, putting on Game Pass could be unfair. A lot of stuff moving around. How do you feel about it? I think Sony put them up to this. I'm not saying, like, it was a backroom deal or anything, but, like, I don't know. I feel like somebody might be snitching over there. Listen, but, like, all, all, all I'm saying is, bro, they Sony says something when Brazil says something. And now yeah. the UK piping up, and these are markets where Sony's really heavy in. Oh, oh, I don't know, man. I, don't I like, know. Is I don't know. it unfair? Fuck, yeah, it's unfair. But, like, I also feel like it would only be super unfair if they weren't allowed to do the same thing with playstation like if if they reach out to xbox and say hey we want to put this on game on uh plus essentials or whatever like Mm. if they turn them down yeah or if they give us some wild outrageous number yeah but like i don't know man i kind of think sony just isn't necessarily doing enough in general yeah nah i hear son i hear son it's like they're it's like, yo, right? You not you not studying enough, but you blaming every other factor of why you fail in the class, bro. I'm like, dog, just study, bro. Just look at yourself, man. Look at yourself on one end. But to address, I guess, what 
yeah, what was being said in 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 that stretch of articles and the stretch of news this week, bruh. Um, the fact that that Xbox wants Call of Duty on on the Game Pass, the fact they want Overwatch on the Game Pass, the fact they want Diablo on the Game Pass, doesn't necessarily mean that they want it exclusive. Mm-hmm. You're good. Yo, yeah, I'm about to say, oh man, y'all. All right, back to it. Uh, <laughs> so the fact that they want them there, maybe it's just past Call of Duty. Maybe it's you know older versions of stuff, the campaigns, the old multiplayer that the servers are still up. That doesn't necessarily mean they want the latest Call of Duty exclusive to an Xbox Game Pass or exclusive to their console, you know, forevermore. That's they're they're definitely not going to do that. That cuts off so much money for them worldwide because they now because they're now set to own all of that all their revenue streams. So why would they cut it off to make it you know again a, a singular game? I don't think exactly. the gains. I don't think the gains from them making it an exclusive uh, uh, drop would mean you know a huge boost in their sales they're there on every platform why would they just cut off their platform and cut off the revenue stream with the knee that makes no sense so just off the rules of logic i feel like that wouldn't be anti-competitive because no person in their right mind would cut off extra revenue streams just for the fact of exclusivity you know what i'm saying the roi would not be would not be enough to justify that in my opinion um so for that i don't think that's that's the case um for the Game Pass itself, the Game Pass component of, uh, you know, they, they're thinking about putting Overwatch, which is a free game. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be free to play for everybody, uh, you know, put it on Game Pass. So maybe some content pieces will be there that are for free or included in the price. Um, Diablo, uh, which is I don't think it's free, but mm. no, Diablo is yeah. not free. Unless you're yeah. like talking about the, the new Di- the Diablo Immortals and that no, one. No, hell is, no. It's, it's not- a mobile thing. Yeah, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking, I'm talking about the next Diablo that they're dropping. Yeah. So, which will likely, was it Diablo 4? Yeah. So, like, that is going to be a paid experience, but certain content on there could be perceived as free or, or, or it could be on the Game Pass altogether. And then you just have certain content that's there. So, it, in, in my view, I don't necessarily think it's anti competitive uh, based off of what you said. Like, yo, there, there's games you could do this for. You could put certain content and then their entire you know, post-launch offering on that Game Pass. You can include it in there and you would be fine. But I just yeah. feel like, I feel like Sony just wants to create an argument where there's any, you know, for any possible game that they have showing added value to a service that they put time into, you know, so it serves that Xbox put time into, they're trying to cut it off of the bud and stop any possible way from that being done. Because y'all could have did the same thing with another game. Y'all could have literally taken, um, what's it called? So y'all got Destiny under y'all banner or something like that. Y'all could have added some free content or some free, you know, exclusive PlayStation drops or cosmetics, and put it on PlayStation Essentials, and said, "Hey, listen, add that to the game in the next, like, in the next year. Make that an exclusive drop that only you can get on this." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just like they, just, just like for for certain things. You know what I'm saying? Like they're planning to put certain skins or whatever, blah blah blah, included with Xbox Game Pass. So I'm sure that's going to be a thing more often down the line. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like it's just like Sony clutching, bro. So Sony clutching for anything to hold on to and pull them back. And yeah. the more they look into this, and the more I guess Microsoft makes their case and states that, listen, we're not trying to take Call of Duty away from the world because that's, that's stupid for us. I think this yeah. will be dismissed, uh, but of course it's going to uh, warrant any further look because, you know, Sony, I feel like, I feel like you might be right. Sony might be more in on this than we think. It could be. I don't want to, I don't want to make them sound like haters, yeah. but I don't know. I, listen, just... I don't know, bro. From from the Brazil case from the, a couple episodes ago, from we heard that Brazil comment, and then Sony doubled down on it like they was behind them. Like, yeah, yeah, they definitely anti competitive, bro. Like, who asked you? You're not in this conversation, bro. They it seems like they personally have some stake in it. Yeah. Mm-mm. Crazy, bro. Could it be me? I'm gonna focus on myself. But anyways, right. let's move on. Uh, it's the last little story here. 
uh, before we get up out of here, man. I, I just thought it was personally funny, bro. Uh, a lot of outrage on the Twitters and uh, social medias uh, over a certain uh, post-credit scene uh, in She-Hulk. If you haven't seen episode three, uh, you know, at the end of She-Hulk, uh, she was kind of signing down the dotted line. Uh, uh, Jennifer Walters got a new client in Megan the Stallion, you know, and they celebrated by signing on the dotted line. You know what I'm saying? Dance and do their thing in the office. And people got mad at this, bro. People got real mad at this, like, yo, bro, Martin Scorsese was right. This, that, and the third. This is terrible. This is what the MCU's come to. We went from Thanos to this, blah, blah, blah. I I, I just want to know your thoughts on it personally, man. What's going on? Uh, I saw somebody tweet out. They were like, yo, She-Hulk used to copy her butt on the copy machine at her office. And, like, I don't know if that was, like, in a comic or something, but, like, She-Hulk is, is not super serious, like, at all. Um, so her twerking isn't anything out of, like, the ordinary. I remember one of my favorite panels is when she threw, when she did, like, the fastball special with Wolverine. Uh, and she was like, yeah, like, oh, yeah, you got, like, you got a tight butt. And she was, and he was like, we don't talk when we're doing this fastball special. <laughs> like, she's a, she's a goofball. She's funny. Like, I don't, I could see her twerking. I'm not surprised whatsoever. Um, anybody who's upset about it, like, bro, you're watching, you're watching a show about a cart, uh, about a comic book character. Like, you're an adult. Let's, let's act like adults. It's what, it's, it's a funny little joke. It's an after, it's a post credit scene. You were supposed to stop watching. Like, if you did it, like, it's not even part of, like, come on, shut up, dude. Like, that's Literally. just how I feel. It feels like the MCU fans are starting to become, like, the Star Wars fans. Uh, not oh. as terrible, but, like, yeah, but... as annoying. Yeah. Yeah, as, 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 consistently annoying as everyone else and i i can definitely see that being a thing now listen here's my thing bro uh if you don't enjoy the wonderful world of ass throwing in in whatever capacity it comes in bro you're you're just you're just sad at life bro i'm sorry i'm sorry you get there's something wrong with you dog <laughs> there's something wrong with y'all bro just the wonder of it all I, that's all i'm saying bro it's fantastic it's great love to see it it's wonderful but speaking seriously for a second, if you think that's like that ruins your experience of an entire show and they've been hating on the show from the jump just because, you know, what I'm saying the main character is a woman. The main character is doing certain things and the, and the, you know, the rhetoric behind it. They just want to dismiss it. But this has actually been one of the best MCU shows off the rip. The first few episodes. I don't care what nobody says, bro. Like it's it's been funny. It's had a lot of good cameos. You know, what I'm saying a lot of surprising turnarounds. With some characters. I thought I would hate the abomination thing, but I actually I'm cool with it. I think it's actually decent. You know what I'm saying? The Hulk thing, Hulk still being kind of bitch made in the MCU. That's another thing we can address in due time, but that is what it is. You kind of just got to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not fussed about it because I feel like something can happen later down the line or whatever. But the show in and of itself has been actually a really good and engaging show. I don't think people understand how engaging it's been compared to other shows that you've got, bro. It's better than most of them that have been released so far. I'm going to keep it a buck with you. And People are just finding any little nitpicky thing to, again, to, to, to kind of get the pitchforks out for, bro. Y'all are losers. Y'all are losers. Yeah. I promise you y'all are losers, bro. Y'all need to really get a grip, son. Touch grass. Megan Thee Stallion was throwing ass live on your TV screen in the MCU show. That's canon now. That's MCU canon. And y'all just, just want to hate? Sound, sound like a bunch of bums to me, bro. Sound like yeah. bums to me. They was throwing ass on my screen, bro. I need it tonight. D D Dudley Death dropped me two night through a glass table. Stop playing with me, nigga. Like, what are they talking about, bro? You got some losers, bro. Guess, wash your ass, bro. Wash your ass. Damn. Knowing this shit, bro. All right, bro. That's that's all. Yo, they get me bent out of shape, bro. Like how you how you see that on the screen and be like, let me tweet about this. I'm displeased. Yeah. Like what are you talking about? 
What are you talking about, bro? They yo, they be gonna be tight, bro. I'm sorry, bro. I need to, I need to, I need to go on airplane mode when I watch stuff for like the next 48 hours before and after something, bro. Cause yeah, listen, y'all not. Y'all not, y'all not, y'all not built like me, I guess. I don't know, bro. Somebody's... <laughs> People just want to be mad. That's really what it Listen, is. Listen, bro. But it was Captain America flex. I was about to say flex. They would have had no problem with this man, bro. Just because he's a dude. And just because you like Captain America. I'm like, come on, man. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah. Kick rocks. Kick rocks with that. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> that is all we got on the show notes for this episode. Uh, when anything that we might have missed over the past week? Um, not that I could think of, honestly. No, not really. Work, work. Yeah, me neither. I don't. Yeah, it's just been kind of laying in wait for uh, or lying in wait uh, for what's the name? Actually, no, it is laying in wait for the next week. All these news, all these news drops, all the uh, you know, events and stuff. D twenty three is actually gonna be pretty big. I think there's actually a games expo for Disney, Disney or somebody else. There's actually a little games event that they have. I think it might actually be Disney or Marvel. And we're going to see a bunch of stuff from them. I think it's Marvel. And I think we're going to see like Midnight Suns. We might see something. PlayStation is coming too. And hopefully we see some Spider-Man and Wolverine. That's my, that's my thing. Yeah. Any, any predictions for the PlayStation show or anything else that we might see next week? Um, I feel like it would be Spider-Man with the hype of Spider-Man, with the hype of Spider-Man on PC kind of at a high. I wouldn't see why they wouldn't announce something, at least a little something, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, 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 100%. I agree. Listen, I if we get some Wolverine, boy, I'm doing a backflip. I'm going to keep it stacked with you. If we get some Wolverine, I, I need that. I, I need that. You know what I'm saying? That would be so sick. Spi- yeah, Spider-Man 2, that would be dope if we got some more context on what we're going to be able to do. Uh, that would be cool. Um, aside, aside from that, I really don't know what else could they could show aside from the stuff that's already coming out. You know what I'm saying? The, the Ragnarok stuff, one little trailer for that. I don't know. Yeah. But well, I guess we'll see, man. But yeah. All right, that has been episode 37 of No Cooldown Podcast, man. If you enjoying all of the beautiful reports from us two beautiful gentlemen here, make sure you rate this five star. Make sure you rate this five stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Make sure you go over there. And uh, we're available as well, again, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, Google Podcasts. And I believe Amazon Podcasts will be coming in the next 24 hours. I just realized I did not add it there. So we're adding it to uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, Amazon podcast as well. So you'll be able to catch it there. Uh, make sure you catch the video version on W-O-T-A-K-U channel on YouTube. That's W-O-T-A-K-U-C-H-A-N-N-E-L. And be sure to check all other dope content from when Panda and the Wotaku gang at when easy on all the social platforms at Panda Roll 4 on social platforms and Wotaku channel on other social platforms. All right. That's that. For me, that man trip on all sorts of platforms. You already know where to find me. Uh, check out No Cooldown Pod on Twitter for any updates. All Every time we post, every time we uh, update you guys on the live recordings, we're going to be on that page. Anything special that we got, maybe some special guests might be in the future. You never know. Uh, keep abreast on the channel. You know what I'm saying? Keep abreast on the Twitters. Check us there. Uh, make sure you follow Growth as well, at all for growth uh, Some special things planning over there as well. And yeah. That's all we got for episode 37. Thank you guys so much for listening. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. And we'll see you next week for all the beautiful news. But we are out of there.